0: This episode of Adulthood Made Easy is sponsored by Next Issue. Nextissue.com has all the best most up-to-date magazines delivered right to your phone or tablet. Get your free 30-day trial at nextissue.com/easy now and read up way up on all of your interests. nextissue.com/easy Welcome to Adulthood Made Easy, a podcast from Real Simple Magazine that will not only help you navigate real life, but win at real life. I'm your host, Sam Zabel, clueless just like you, and slowly figuring out how the adult world works week by week. And as many of you know, we're winding down in our guide for grads dedicated to the class of 2015 and helping you navigate those first few months after graduation. Now, before we start today, I just have a really quick favor to ask all of you. Here at Panoply, we're trying to learn a little bit more about you, our listeners, and we want you to tell us about the podcasts you enjoy and how often you're listening to them. So we created a really short, easy survey that just takes a few minutes to complete, and if you fill it out, you'll help Panoply make great podcasts about the things you love and things you didn't even know you loved. To fill out the survey, just go to panoply.com fm slash survey or click the link we've provided in the show notes for this episode for this episode that's panoply.fm slash survey or click the link in the show notes thanks so, this week we're talking about office dress codes. Mostly because it's so hot and humid here in New York, I'm finding it difficult to remain office appropriate and not completely melt through my chair. And while everyone has had that morning where they've paced in front of their closet with no clue what to wear, it's a little bit of a different feeling when you have the pressure of walking into a workplace and wanting to be comfortable, look professional, and match the dress code of your fellow coworkers. So to talk us through the dress code etiquette, we are joined by two people from the Timing family today. One is Bucky Keedy, who you all know, VP of Talent Management, and someone who's becoming a series regular here, as well as Angela Matusik, Executive Editor at InStyle, who can take those dress code rules and give us some practical fashion advice, something I certainly need since I just defer to wearing black or jeans whenever possible. (laughs) So hi, Bucky, and hi, Angela. Hello. Hi, Sam. Bucky, you are you're a pro here by now. And I think it's a whole other adulthood made easy lesson that people in HR are not as scary as they seem, right? No, we're
1: very actually very nice people. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So To jump right into the conversation, I think the first thing I'm curious about from, Bucky, from your HR perspective and seeing a lot of candidates and Angela, obviously, from your fashion expertise perspective, what does fashion mean in the workplace? Why is it important? What does it say about you? And kind of what are the consequences if you don't express it the right way? So, Bucky, do you want to take that first?
1: Yeah. Not everybody is comfortable in the fashion space. So I think it is a representation of who you are, but I don't want somebody coming out of school being nervous or worried if they're not, quote, fashionable, Mm -hmm. they're not going to get the job. But being well-dressed, well-put together, and thought around what you're going to wear to the interview and being adaptable according to the industry in which you're interviewing is probably the best approach. And less is always more. Don't overthink it just make sure it's sharp and clean and appropriate for the interview. But I don't want you to feel too conservative about it. If you have a way of expressing yourself that really does kind of emulate your personality a little bit, sure, have that flair. But also, you can err on the side of being a little conservative if you're not sure.
2: Great. I completely agree with Bucky. It is very much about presenting yourself in a professional manner that makes you feel confident, right? So that's like when you're meeting somebody for the first time during an interview, you don't want your clothes to be a distraction. Right. So that's very important. So don't wear anything that would take somebody's attention off what you might be saying about yourself because what you have to say is the most important thing. Right. So that's a very good thing to keep in mind. I think the danger zone might come in after you get the job. Right. That people stop thinking about what they're wearing to work. And I would say that I certainly see in our own offices, which are certainly fashion forward, young people have a tendency to sometimes wear things that are office inappropriate. What are some of the big no's? One of the things that I would say, and I, you know, and we are girls in the room, but um, I know we have all types listening to us. But it, you shouldn't wear something to work that you would like to wear if you went out drinking at night with your friends. <laughs> okay, yeah. just as a rule, there, it should have a different look to it. And often I see the young ladies come to our office, and they're either wearing something that is a bit too revealing. Okay or they just looked a little they looked too glammed up and so i guess the way to describe it again would be that you don't want when you're even after you start working and you have the job what you're wearing to be a distraction But I think that because, you know, you're maybe not used to having a different style or when you're in college and you're hanging out with your friends, you can wear the same thing all day long. And there's not much of a difference between a Wednesday and a Saturday or a Thursday morning and a Thursday night.
0: Um, I'm like, really? (laughs) So Angela's here sitting across from me and I'm like. Listening to her and also like thinking in my head like what because I it's a little hot yeah, in the studio no. so I took my jacket off and I'm like oh my Sammy goodness Sam <laughs> you look lovely I'm a little got hot. a little nervous and you know dressing for today's
2: and conversation and there's been a lot of controversy lately between you know how women dress and how young girls are being taught to dress and you're not going to get like a bigger fashion feminist in the room with you than I am yeah and I think that women should be able to wear whatever they feel great in. But I also think that you have to ask yourself, why am I putting on these clothes? And if you're genuinely wearing something because it makes you feel awesome and you think you're going to do a better job wearing these short shorts, well, then by all means, wear the short shorts. But I can tell you that the people working around you may not take you as seriously in them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, honestly, it depends on the industry as well, too. I mean, right. it, in style, you can certainly get away with a lot of that. And I so respect it. and I love walking the floor because I get lots of ideas. There are, <laughs> there are other parts of the company where I, for instance, I'll say to my team, if, you're, if you have to go to the finance department for a meeting, do you have the right kind of outfit on where you're going to feel comfortable or it's not going to be distracting to people that you're chatting with? So doing a couple of tests, Angela, you talked about, you know, too revealing You know, I talk about leaning forward, and if the girls are all over the place, then that's probably the wrong top. Or if, again, you lean forward and your skirt is so short or your shorts are so short that your underwear is popping out, that's probably the wrong look, too. So you've got to do a couple of basics where you're using some good taste and know what you look good in as well.
0: I mean, that's very true. And that's a test you can do at home. You don't have to wait to, like, no, pick up no. a notebook I would in the office. It
2: at
0: home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to keep continuing to get all this great fashion advice from you. But first, we'll have a word from our sponsor. So this week, we are sponsored by Next Issue, which is like Netflix for magazines, only better because you get access to all the latest issues of your very favorite magazines, magazines like, of course, Real Simple. In the latest August issue of Real Simple, we did this whole huge home makeover uh, with the bloggers at a beautiful mess, and we refurbished and decorated an entire home from Habitat for Humanity. And you can see that whole makeover in our August issue. You can binge read anytime, anywhere, on your iPhone, iPad, or Android tablet, or on your smartphone. It literally doesn't get any more convenient. Next issue has the top magazines for any of your interests. If you love sports, they have Sports Illustrated. If you love entertainment, they have People. And they have other top-notch reads like National Geographic, Consumer Reports, and Food and Wine. One subscription gets you all those magazines for as little as $10 per month, delivered straight to your phone or tablet. Get your free 30-day trial at nextissue.com easy right now and read up, way up on all of your interests. nextissue.com easy. Bucky, can you talk a little bit about the etiquette for different industries? Um, Maybe we can start with, we'll start on the more casual end, like a startup.
1: Certainly, you are 100% correct, Sam. As far as when you're at a startup compared to banking, for instance, it's completely different. Startup, when you first go for interviews, of course, you have kind of that interview presence that you want to be appropriate with. But once you get there, you're going to find when you look around, everybody's in jeans, T-shirts are very comfortable clothes, and then you can certainly adapt yourself according to what everyone else in the office is wearing. But in banking, it's still relatively conservative. And I'm sort of surprised how conservative it still is. Mm -hmm. And I still see women with skirts on, men with suits on. They do occasionally allow kind of a casual Friday type of thing but it's a little more buttoned up than certainly someone who's going to be working in fashion or a startup would be.
0: And Angela, do you have any kind of go-to fashion advice for when you're looking at these different industries? I'm thinking of, you know, our listeners, this is their first job, so they've never really had to worry about dressing for work yet. So I think the first thing
2: that you have to do is think about what you're going to wear to the interview. And when you do the interview, that's your first chance to see hopefully a little bit of the office environment and the people that you will be working with. That's not always the case. Sometimes you do interviews in locations that are out of the office. But it is a little bit awkward. I think sometimes if you overdress for an interview and you're wearing a very buttoned up suit for a startup and the person you're talking to is in a casual shirt and jeans, you instantly might feel a little bit. Like I'm, the, the the playing field is not set, so right. I think that the research on the industry and the company, if possible, should be done first. And it's not that easy to do, but I think you could definitely use the. the the internet and LinkedIn to your help, you can see how people are presenting themselves to the world through their images on their corporate website, through social media, and try to get a sense of like, what is the vibe before you go? Right. And if you always want to notch it up a few bits before the interview, but you don't want to have, you don't want to show up and look really conservative and be wearing a tight up suit and nude pantyhose if you're going to a creative industry, and you don't want to show up to a creative industry looking slouchy, I mean, or for a banking industry or a more conservative industry. So
0: Right. And I think that, Bucky, something we talked about a while ago was we talked about mentorship and kind of finding people to mentor you. And I think this is a great example that I have a lot of friends in journalism. And so when I was getting dressed for interviews, I mean, I was sending them pictures. I was asking them what I should wear. I think one time someone came over and like picked out outfits for me. And once I found that that's what i went with. and so i think that this is a great opportunity to say like if you have friends that are a year older than you that are in these offices it's not stupid to ask them for fashion advice. i think sometimes people think it's like dumb to ask, "oh, what should i wear to work today?" but it is kind of important in the
1: professional world what you're wearing. would you agree with that? Oh, y- i t- i totally agree. i don't think that's dumb at all and it's actually kind of fun because then also too you can share clothes. You know, you, you're probably earning entry-level salaries, which means you don't have a lot of money to spend, and to be able to share things if you can get away with it, and also learn from their experience, I think that's a great idea. Um, another place, I think Angela hit the nail on the head, I find Instagram of certain companies and see, you now everybody's trying to put their best face forward, but you also get a sense of the culture through social media. I think that's a great idea.
0: Cool.
2: Absolutely. But, you know, the nice thing about today's fashion and the way it's available is that I think no matter what industry you're going in, there are probably certain things that you could buy and own and work into whatever wardrobe you're wearing, wherever you're going. So I would just say that that's actually as you're graduating from college and you're thinking about presenting yourself as a professional, you should make a little checklist of a few things and ask yourself, do I own these things, like a pair of shoes that make me feel important. Okay.
0: A handbag that I can put a laptop in and look sharp. Okay. Those are good ones. What are some, Those that's a great thing to talk about. So what are some of those staples? Well, Those would be
2: a a few of the things. And then I would even say that, you know, you can certainly save money on the basics. Mm -hmm. So you could honestly get away with wearing a really nice white T-shirt tucked into a simple black skirt if you just had on a nice pair of shoes. And that is sort of one of those universal looks that could translate into almost any office that you're stepping into.
0: I have a couple other, like, specific questions about office-appropriate clothes. And like you said, I think it is really different for every office. And we've talked about a corporate office, a more business casual office, or a creative office. So I'm going to go through these. I'm curious to hear Angela's perspective versus Bucky, um, your HR perspective. But the first is jeans. So in what situation is are jeans okay? Are there certain jeans that are okay? How, how do you make those office-appropriate if you do it all? Bucky?
1: Well, I'm wearing a pair of jeans right now as we speak. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but I have them on with really great high heels and a cool scarf wrapped around my hips and a nice shirt. And the <laughs> jeans look great. So, <laughs> And I think, I'm yes. sure you look great. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're pretty well, if it's working all together, then you're okay with the jeans. It depends on are there your grungy hang around old jeans that really are your cozy go to Saturday look. Or are they a little more polished and you feel like you've got a statement going on and you're carrying yourself that way? I'm comfortable with it. But don't forget, I'm working in media. Mm-hmm. If I were in another industry, for instance, in banking, they, st- they wouldn't
0: fly. What do you think about jeans? Or do you have any tips for finding a great work-appropriate pair of jeans? I think that what Bucky said about jeans and the
2: creative fields are is absolutely true. We see a lot of denim in, um, in in media. And you certainly, though, wouldn't wear it in banking. I think if you worked in a law office, right. a government official, you go to Washington, D.C., you don't see anybody wearing jeans around the Capitol. Right. Um, so I think there are many, many industries where it's just not s- something that you would ever wear to work. It's something that you save for perhaps a casual Friday or just never to work. Um, but if you are going to wear jeans for work, I think Um, You would follow a Bucky-style tip, which would match them with a great (laughs) pair of shoes. Heels would be great if you're a female. If you're not a female and you want to try to look more dapper in jeans, um, you could wear a pair of lace-up Oxfords or something, that um, leather pair of shoes or just a really great pair of sneakers is fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think it's all the way you style it and what you pair it with. And just making sure that they fit you well, um, no matter whether they're high-waisted and flares or if they're shorter and slimmer, it's fine. Everything goes now. Um, But, you know, and you don't have to spend a lot of money on jeans to make them look good on you. Again, it could be about the accessories.
0: Cool. Cool. Uh, My next question is, you know, it's summer, so sleeveless dresses or sleeveless tops. Do you have a rule of thumb? I remember in school it was always the three-finger rule. So (laughs) you had to do three fingers on your shoulder, and if it made the three-finger rule, then you weren't asked to, you know, find a different shirt. I think we used to have to, like, wear our gym shirts over our tank tops if they were too thin. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on strapless dresses—not strapless, but sleeveless dresses or shirts um, and how you can make sure that those are office appropriate, especially when it's, like I said, 150 million degrees outside. Um, So when it comes to strapless dresses or
2: spaghetti straps or sleeveless dresses, I think that it's okay as long as, I think Bucky used the term, the girls aren't running loose, too loose, is that what you said (laughs) before? So as long as it's not too low cut and things don't seem too revealing, I don't think that offices think about the straps situation as much as schools do. Yeah. But the one thing I would say is that You should always have a sweater in your office because it's nice to be able to cover up if you need to. And thinking about the jeans that we were talking about a minute ago, the same would go true for a sleeveless dress would be to look at your calendar for the day and just make sure that there's nothing happening during your day that you're going to feel inappropriate because you've been thrown into a room of other people or executives or had to do something to represent your company and you're not dress appropriately for that surprise situation. So I think you have to make sure that you're adaptable and being able to have an extra pair of shoes or an extra sweater at your desk at all times could really save you if you happened to feel like you needed to cover up, whether you're cold or you just are going to meet somebody
0: important. Right. And my next, also it relates to summer, bare legs in the office. I mean, like I said, I think we've talked about corporate offices are a totally different Ball game, but I know that a lot of people do have jobs in these, you know, more conservative places. So do you have to wear tights even in the summer or do they call them tights? I don't even really know.
1: <laughs> in banking, you know what? I think the, even they have given up the nylons or the stockings or pantyhose. Thank goodness. I think <laughs> if your legs are tanned and smooth and look good. Mm-hmm. I think they're even fine with it now. And now with leg tanners being the way they are, and Angela can speak to this far more eloquently than I can, (laughs) you almost can't even tell the difference if you have a good look going. Right. Uh, You know, I have to say that... um
2: we have the biggest debate around tights versus no tights in our office. Like as soon as the temperature <laughs> gets above thirty five degrees. <laughs> right. Women in our office stop wearing tights. Yeah, chuck those I, puppies. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I'm always freezing. I you know, I can't go bare legged until it's like at least sixty degrees outside. Yeah. So but but the bare legged thing, I work at I live in a commuting town and I see lots of women on the platform who work in different offices than I do and that every now and then it amazes me that I do see women who still wear nude pantyhose and I always feel a little sorry for them because they're so uncomfortable we know this yeah especially in the warm months and so I would follow Bucky's advice I'm a big proponent of pale skin though and I don't think that you actually need to use self-tanner because tan is one of those things that make you look healthy but that's just what we think when really it's not healthy at all right and the
0: last is shoes What about open-toed shoes or sandals or I will say right now I'm currently wearing flip-flops, but that's only because I had to walk here from the train and I didn't want to walk in the shoes I wore to work. So I don't wear flip-flops to the office, and I assume that that's the recommendation (laughs) is that no one wears flip-flops to the office unless you're like a lifeguard or something.
2: I actually feel really strongly about this. Do not wear flip-flops in your office. They make the worst sound in the That's world, <laughs> and like people will hear you coming a mile away. And this, it just, it's just annoying. Not to mention, it's not exactly professional. And the doctors say that they are the worst shoes you could wear for your feet. So oh. even though wearing your flip flops here are probably much more comfortable than whatever you wore in the office, orthopedically, it's a
0: bad idea.
1: Interesting. So I didn't know that.
0: Bucky, how do you feel about open toed shoes in the
1: office? I'm fine with open toe shoes if they look good and if you have if you're well groomed, mm-hmm. nothing's worse than open toed shoes and someone hasn't groomed their toes then then it's distracting again. It's kind of amazing what people try to get away with, so it really is all about the whole look right. and I'm not saying everybody has to pay for pedicures once a week or every other week or whatever it is, but they have to be well-groomed.
2: I would actually like to add for, like, all of the guys who work at startups or might be in IT and think that they could wear sandals without getting a pedicure, they're wrong. Really? I totally agree. Men's feet, ah, bad. (laughs) Just once. You don't have to do it a lot, but, like, everybody needs a good sloughing
0: once a year. (laughs) Thank you,
1: Angela. You're doing something for the rest of all, all of women here.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to to get all the men to have pedicures, but that's certainly, (laughs) that's a suggestion. I guess maybe they will.
2: We'll just keep them covered up then.
0: Yeah. There you go. I guess my last question is when in doubt, and I think that the problem is, is that there's always a lot of doubt. Like you never really know what to wear to work the first day. You're always very nervous. But when in doubt, I'm curious if each of you can give me, what is your, we'll start with you, Bucky, your go-to outfit for young professionals, and then Angela will get yours.
1: Either the black top and the black skirt or if they can find a great fitting sleeveless jewel neck black dress kind of Audrey Hepburn chemise. It's pretty safe and almost everybody looks great and they can express themselves with a great necklace or a great bangle and that's it. They're pretty, they're pretty good to go there. Great. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I was
2: going to say a classic black shift dress. It could be sleeveless or it could have short sleeves. There actually are a lot of cute dresses now that have long sleeves, but they're made out of lightweight fabric. Um, and they might they might actually hit slightly above the knee, but something that you throw it on and you, you are finished. Like you've made your decision for the day. That's the great thing about dresses. So if yeah. you have a couple of dresses that you know you feel good in, they can be your go-to thing. A black skirt is essential. A white button-up shirt, like, that's made out of a nice cotton, Mm -hmm. that would be great. Make sure you get it ironed.
0: (laughs) Right. And you're ready to go. That's a whole other podcast is the fact that we need to be ironing our clothes. And I don't – I have an iron – that I've had for five years; that it is still in the box. <laughs> I think I took it out once, and I didn't know how to put water in it. Yeah.
1: Can so. I jump in with one other thing we should probably bring up? Yeah. Which is underwear.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, you can. You you went there, you so take it away. No some underwear. Talk, but
0: talk about underwear. Go for it. Slip. That's why I ask you on this podcast because you know exactly what to bring up. That, of course, I'm always too shy to bring up. Well,
1: a slip if the dress is thin, a slip is a great idea, and so is the proper bra. Where you, If the look is showing the straps, okay, but probably not for most industries. Yeah. Really, if, the, if it's sleeveless and it's cut in, get a razorback bra. It is so tacky when you see somebody's underwear poking through. It just ruins the whole fabulous look that they had before.
0: That's true. I think that's really great advice to end on, and I really appreciate both of your time today. Pleasure.
1: Yes. And thank you so
0: much for joining me today for Adulthood Made Easy. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover next time, just tweet them to me at Sam Zabel, and I'll add them to my list. Our producer is Tim Einenkel. If you enjoyed the episode, please review and subscribe on iTunes. And don't forget about that Panoply survey, which you can get at panoply.fm survey. Don't forget to buy a copy of the book that has all the answers, The Real Simple Guide to Real Life, which you can get wherever books are sold. I'm Sam Zabel, and I'll have more answers next time.